Hello, everybody, and welcome to week 14 of the NFL season. This is Chalk Talk, where we go through the fades, the plays, the chalk, the what, what chalk to fade. And uh, here we are. Uh, we went over our spread picks uh, yesterday, and today we're going to go over the main DFS slate game by game, uh, go through all the different positions, uh, you know, the best and the worst plays. And then at the end, we're going to build a lineup. Uh, I feel like we've been doing pretty, like, didn't last, like we had Russell Gage in there. We had Godwin. We had, I, I feel like we had some really solid plays. I don't, the lineup didn't go in. It'll, like, it would have been great if we uh, submitted a lineup. Who else did we have it? I feel like we had some, some solid plays in there. We didn't submit it? No. Corey, Corey usually has been the one to submit it. It was yeah, a long I, week. It was a I, long I was week. traveling and I just, I forgot to put it into the, uh, like a $3 tournament. So, yeah. Well, this week we won't make that mistake again, but we'll put uh, it in the Millie maker for us. So, we'll oh yeah. Okay. Every week. Let me get, let me get a couple bucks from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> On me. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. All right. Well, we'll start off with this first game. We have Seattle at Houston. Uh, you know, kind of a middling game total here. Uh, but we'll I think start a off. lot of the a lot of the points are going to come from the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nick, what, do you have what are your plays from this game? Uh, well, I think since Russ has been back and kind of been himself, we see him favoriting Lockett. I don't know if it's because he runs typically shorter routes. He runs a lot of slants across the middle things like that. So he's been getting a lot more work than kind of the DK long ball. However, I think this might be the game to play DK as prices down a little bit. Um, and Russ is, I think, four weeks back. So he should be feeling a little bit better now. Uh, we saw him kind of have a great game last week and, you know, he's coming back into himself. So very confident against, uh, you know, this Texans team who's, you know, just a mess. You don't have to touch too much on that. I think every week we say, you know, oh, you could play Brandon Cooks, but I'm not going to say that this week, even though <laughs> Seattle's defense is terrible. Uh, the only person I, I might even play is a, is a DK and Russell Wilson stack. Uh, I think that could be kind of a fun one against an easy defense. They're still gunning for the playoffs, so I think they're just going to go for a blowout win here. Uh, Alex? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, those were my two plays here as well. Uh, I think Russ under 7K uh, is great value because I do think that that last week kind of showed you that he's back into rush shape or at least uh, trending in the right direction. Those first couple of games were like, this dude is not healthy. He's for sure still got a messed up hand. But uh, last game he was throwing the ball a lot better. A couple of nice passes to uh, lock it downfield. So, yeah, I think Russ and Lockett or Russ and DK are a great stack here. Houston, please give me none of. <laughs> yeah, pretty good stack for a 12K total. That's that's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more like, you know, 13 and some change. But, you know, math is hard sometimes, Nick. But um, so I got you, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what running back is going to play for Seattle. So obviously Russ and the receivers are the, like. Corey, do not tell me you're, you're even considering uh, Adrian Peterson. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm Put him in, not coach. He's him. ready to play. 
No. Uh, you, <laughs> no, PB. I, I am not. I'm not. You're not I'm allowed. Not that's their guy. They signed Adrian Peterson. We're in win-now mode. Let I know. I'm not going that Adrian route. Peterson. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. As Pete Carroll gives his running backs a million touches. So there's that. You know how many yards? Adrian Peterson had like 16 carries and he had a, or no, he had 11 carries for 16 yards. That's their win now running back. Okay. He was also just signed to the team. I'm not, I'm not even, I didn't even say Adrian Peterson's name. (laughs) They are because you said the Seahawks running back. That's no, I was, I was thinking more Alex Collins. If Alex Collins was a healthy and active. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. He, he was a healthy last game. He I'd rather play DJ game. Dallas, uh, if we're being <laughs> honest. <laughs> he had a couple of good games. I'd rather play year, Travis Homer. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's 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 an interesting play. Like a five-way committee there. I I I know. I, I know it is, but you know, if you, we've talked about it, you know, till nauseum that you have to be different on some slates here to win money. And if if I feel if. like, I feel like I'm, it's a trend that you had on these shows. Uh, where it's like the first I, I like where Corey's going with it. Uh, no. Travis Homey, by the way, he's French. PB should put some respect on his name. He oh, put man. up 19 points last week. Oh man, okay. Travis okay he also scored a, he the scored artist a punt. Yeah, it was a 60 yard fake punt touchdown. That was <laughs> all off the rails. Points are points. That's what wins right. the slates. All right. Well, well I'm I'm okay, back first game. Saying. First game on the slate. There was a Steelers game I remember not too long ago, and the and the first play you gave was like, I, I swear it was like uh, it was it was like Sweeney James Washington was a play. like. What are these plays? Okay, Here we are. First game, and you're on those Seahawks running backs. Well, they the Houston Texans are the one of the worst teams against the run. So I'm just saying, if there's going to be, if they're going to run the ball at some point in time during the game, not going to throw the ball a hundred times. So if it's just interesting to follow what the trend is with injuries there in Seattle, it's just a thought, you know, for to pay down a running back somewhere against a really bad team. It's again just a thought. So that's only another thought. So I'm asking you. Will you be playing if they announce Adrian Peterson's the starting running back this week, which he will be because that's – why wouldn't he be? Are you playing Adrian Peterson in any lineups? I will play him in one lineup in like a 25-cent tournament. <laughs> oh Just for the middle. Figure. Okay, so we talked about all that for a 25-cent one lineup. Okay. <laughs> you asked me. I was being honest. I mean, yeah, it's it's a – you know. Well, I think – I think – I think I'm just going to go with Alex and Nick here. I don't necessarily want to play Russ because, again, I usually like my quarterbacks in games that can go more back and forth, and I don't really see this one going back and forth. But I do like DK Metcalf a lot because the Seahawks are going to win this game. They're going to put up points, and I think it'll be more through one of these pass catchers. I think like this is a prime opportunity to get one of Metcalf or Lockett a big game. I think it's going to be Metcalf. He, I don't see how anyone on this Texans team is going to guard this guy. And he's had, he had so many unreal. I played him in that big tournament that we talked about last week. And there was like a 30 yard touchdown that Russ just sailed over his head. He had another target in the end. Like he's going to have a massive game here soon. And yeah, you got to think that in like the, the team meetings between the receivers and the quarterback, they're like, DK's probably complaining about not getting the ball enough. I assume just 
the type of personality you see from him on like the sideline that he complains. And I, I'm assuming usually Lockett and DK, they switch off big games or decent games. So I, I think it's a Metcalf game, Metcalf game instead of a Lockett game. I love DK in on a turf field in a dome too. Yeah. yeah. He's much faster there. <laughs> Remember yeah. that game last year against the Cardinals? And it was like the famous play when he ran down Buda Baker. I do he's think light, I get some he's lightning on turf. <laughs> yeah. that was, I, I played Seattle's defense there as, as bad as they are. Oh, Seattle's defense. That's the other. Yeah. They're okay. running Davis Mills back there. So, yeah. so to Davis Mills credit, he hasn't looked terrible in the situation that he's been thrown into. Um, but I mean, he, I mean, don't play him, but I was just, Even if I do think if, okay, if you do play Russ, like Nick was saying, I think you don't just, because the only way that Russ succeeds is if I think there's at least some points being scored on Houston. So I think if you play Russ, you play Brandon Cooks. But if you just want to pick the one play from this game, I think you just play Metcalf or the Seattle. Yeah. But if you play Russ, I highly recommend playing Brandon Cooks. Um, so next game we have is Dallas at Washington. Uh, we'll start off with Alex on this one. Yeah, I've got uh, one play on each side of the ball here that I really like. The first is Michael Gallup uh, at 5.5K. Last three games, he's seen 10 targets, eight targets, and nine targets. Um, And we know – No Amari Cooper, though, right? No, no Amari and Lamb was limited – or was out one of the games. Right. Um, I still still see the Cowboys putting up a good amount of points here and throwing the ball a ton. So I think that Gallup's still got a, a decent target share. I think him and Dak uh, definitely established a connection uh, when Amari and uh, Lamb were limited and or out. Um, on the other side of the ball, with the Logan Thomas news, uh, him going on IR and, and missing the rest of the season, if, uh, if the <laughs> Seals Jones plays, he's questionable right now, but uh, at 3.6K uh, in a game where I think Washington's going to have to throw the ball in order to keep up with Dallas. Um, I think Seals Jones could see a lot of targets. Are you guys worried about the Dallas offense at all? Like, no, not at all. Just put up a few stinkers of a game. I'm not, I'm not worried about him because this is the second game, I think, all year that they'll have all three of their receivers all in one game. Yeah. This is like one of my favorite days to play uh, Dak. Um, but to Alex is credit earlier on the Michael Gallup call like that guy would be a wide receiver one I think in like 90 percent of the league he, he's pretty good uh, great body control near the sidelines he's always toe tapping uh, I love that about him and, and he's just a good receiver so uh, I kind of like the uh, Michael Gallup and uh, Dak Prescott stack here if he had a running back I think um, McLaurin's definitely a fun one I was a, I'm a little weary of Tony Gibson. I, I kind of want to see what uh, you guys think about playing him this week. Corey? It's kind of a run back option if you were to stack with the Cowboys. So he is – his? Uh, yeah, he's 6K. Where's his um, – I wonder what his pricing's been. So he's been he – so they priced him up. Yeah. yeah, so he's been 5.7, 5.7, 5, 5.9, 5.5. 5. So they finally – Priced him up. Um, I mean, he did score score one receiving touchdown last week. I just think if JD McKissick misses again, I think it's a it's a good play to bring it back with. 
um, just in that sense. The Cowboys are pretty good, though, against the run. Um, they usually don't give it up. They give it up in the, more on the secondary side. Um, so if I was going to bring it back, I'd feel more comfortable with, you know, Scary Terry at 7K. I know it's a pricey bring back. Um, but Dak, if, if I was going to play this game, which I, I don't think I'm really, really want to, just for the fact that I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game coming off what Alex said, thinking it might be. Um, if I was, I, I do Dak, you know, Gallup and maybe like CD Lamb or Cooper, one of the two. Um, obviously, I want to do Dak, CD, or Amari. Just I think it's too pricey of a stack to go with. Um, you could do that if you want to be really different in tournaments and just completely stack this game and then bring it back with scary. But again, then you limit yourself on the back end with the other positions you have to fill. Um, so, you know what? I, I don't mind. Don't show so my thing. <clears throat> my thing about him is the past three out of four weeks, he's had his best fantasy weeks over 20 points. Um, in his last two games, he's put up or he's had more than five catches too. So like, uh, do we think that, you know, like Micah Parsons is going to be blitzing a lot. Uh, is he going to be a, a kind of a more frequent check down here to see that seven, eight type of target game again? Well, that's, that's if, if McKissick misses again, so he was yeah. out last week and I'm not sure what the concussion he, he's concussed. I'm pretty sure that's what his injury is. So he, he might be back this game, uh, which then eats into the target share of Gibson because he'll come out on third downs because Gibson's a better catcher than he is. Um, but my other, my other thought is Dalton Schultz. I know he's a price. He's at 5,400 and with all the other passing options on Dallas, uh, he'll probably go overlooked in tournaments and he's, you know, he's up there. He's, you know, upper echelon, echelon, echelon of tight ends. But um, I, I just think that he might be a good look at just, just to like fade off of, because I, I don't think he's very highly on with the other receiving options there. So that's my only thoughts on that game. I really like that. Like if I'm paying, I, this is not a slate. Like we're going to get into it as we go through these games, but from like a roster construction standpoint, from what I've looked at the slate, like I really don't want to pay up at quarterback. And I think this is the most expensive quarterback that I will have some exposure to because I just think he, he like has such a good matchup and he's under seven K and Dak under seven K is, is an amazing price Second game, I believe, all year, he's going to have Gallup, Lamb, and Cooper all available. You know, Dalton Schultz, uh, he has all of his weapons available against the worst secondary in the NFL. And I think my favorite matchup is CeeDee Lamb. Washington has been torched by slot receivers all year. And when Gallup and Cooper are active, that's where Lamb primarily has played most of his snaps. I mean, we saw Renfro just dominate them this past week. I think Cole Beasley earlier this year had like 11 for 100. Like they're really, really bad against the slot. And so, and I think Amari Cooper is probably my next favorite just because I love Michael Gallup, but, you know, getting Amari Cooper at basically the same price as Gallup, I just will take Amari over him. 
So yeah, I'm going to have plenty of, and I think because Cooper is cheap enough, you can get away with like a Dak, Lamb, uh, Cooper. And I think Scary Terry is my favorite run back. I don't like Gibson as much. He's a little bit better, like we said, if McKissick doesn't play. But yeah, the Cowboys are much weaker against uh, uh, the pass. And then this is the third, or like top three, along with the Bills-Bucks game and the uh, Chiefs-Raiders game. This is like one of the highest paced games. And the high pace, you get more plays run in the game. And, and, you know, the, the Cowboys have like the fast, do not like they, they do have the fastest paced offense in the league. They run like the most plays more than any other team. That means more fantasy points. So yeah, I'm I'm uh, Dak's like my favorite pay up quarterback this week. One, one more thing on this game on the Washington side, uh, primarily on their defense. Uh, Sweat is going to miss this game. He has he you know he's coming off injury reserve, but he just landed on the COVID list as well. So that's one of their key pass rushers who's they've been looking to get back to help them with this playoff push. So if they're not getting that pressure on you know on the tackles from Sweat. Dak might have more time to throw. Oh, I think Dak is just going to have all day. He's going to be able to sit back and just feast on the secondary. <clears throat> and Washington's got to play catch up. So, and if you don't run it back with Scary Terry, Ricky Seals Jones, like Alex mentioned, is, is, yeah, <laughs> he's my, he's my second favorite run back because it does give you a little salary savings. And he runs so many routes when he's out there. Like they, Washington loves, using their tight end. Uh, the, the only other issue I have, if this game gets out of Washington's hand, then Dak is not going to be throwing the ball as much, and he could be. Yeah, that's the worry in this game. You're right. Yeah, so that's that's why I I kind of steer away from Dak, just just in that sense. But Yeah, but, you know, well, you're, I mean, you're right about that. That's the one worry that I would have playing Dak, but he, he sets up so, so well here. Um, so, yeah. Now we'll go ahead and get into the next game. We have Jacksonville at Tennessee, divisional game here. Uh, Corey, that's your Colts division, so go ahead and start off with you. Who do you, who do you like here? Um, I mean, to be honest, Trevor Lawrence at 5,100 um, is kind of an interesting look. We know Tennessee is really bad in the secondary. They – they give up, you know, a lot of yards to receivers. The only issue is the receiving core for the Jaguars is, you know, nothing right home about. I mean, LaVisha Chenault is 4,300. You got Marvin Jones at 45. So there, th that would be a cheap stack to, uh, to play in this game. And I think that, you know, if, you know, if Lawrence is going to have the breakout game that we everyone's been waiting for and why he was taking number one, this could be the game that he he does it in. Uh, I'm not entirely sure though. Just I, I don't know. Vrabel's a pretty good defensive coach, and I just get scared that you know we might see the uh, the Trevor Lawrence from last week that he just looked sporadic. Sporadic. He looked like a rookie quarterback. So I I don't really think there's many plays from this. I mean Julio Jones coming back from IR. He's 5,400. He's desperately needed for the uh, the Titans this week. They don't have – their offense has been bad. Tannehill's been bad. Um, so that's really the only other play I would have um, besides, you know, maybe sprinkling Trevor Lawrence in here and there. But Whoa. Oh, sorry. Got that? A, that was a phone call. Who was that calling you there? 
That is potential spam. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you every time. Yeah, but okay, I, so I kind of like Jacksonville defense. It's the second cheapest on the slate. Um, and I don't think Julio's going to help all that much, if we're being honest. Um, so kind of coming out of the streets of Jacksonville, there's, you know, some frustrations coming out of the locker room from Trevor Lawrence, kind of standing up for James Robinson, not playing enough. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. So I guess him and Urban, him and Urban Meyer worked it out, but that would kind of make me want to play James Robinson this week. If it wasn't for the fact that Tennessee's fourth against the run. Um, so I don't really like any offensive players in this game is my conclusion, but uh, I do kind of like Jacksonville defense a little bit. I love Julio in this spot coming off the bye and with fresh legs, um, you know, he's all they got <laughs> exactly on top of all of that. That's all that they've got. You're right. And um, Brable, Brable's good off of a bye. We talked about it in yesterday's show. Um, I just, this Jacksonville defense is absolute. I mean, maybe a pick here uh, for defense for them, you know, in a low scoring game potentially, but I just don't think that defense is very good. And I think Julio is going to see 10 plus targets and uh, against a Jacksonville defense who I couldn't name a single player, let alone corner on there, whoever's going to be matched up against them. So uh, who was Josh there? Allen dirty? A linebacker, dude. Then I could put a linebacker up. Well, okay. Josh Allen, I could name, but it'll probably uh, be Miles Jack if they had to play a linebacker in coverage. But yeah, yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> no. No. So yeah, Julio would be my one play here. This is like my favorite cheap quarterback because you know. This is like I just mentioned the last game. This is a slate where there's not a whole lot of value at the running back position, especially not really. I mean, we're waiting on some Mike Williams, Keenan Allen news that we'll get to in a couple games, but there's so little value. And I do think this is a week to pay down at quarterback. And so this is going to be one of my favorite tournament quarterbacks of the week. You know, they played earlier this year and I think he, he, that he paid off his salary. I think he had like 22 DraftKings points somewhere in there. And the Titans are, you know, bottom three against receivers, bottom, have been bottom three against quarterbacks. And Trevor Lawrence has got has played really good defenses this year. He's had one of the toughest schedules against passing defenses. So, you know, that kind of probably helped sharpen his skills a little bit. Now he gets to face one of the, like, the easiest. And so – I think LaVisca Chanel is my favorite uh, pairing with him, but you could get like a really cheap stack with like, you could do Lawrence, Marvin Jones, Chanel, and then Julio is my favorite run back. I just, there's no one else on the Titans. And I, I don't, I think the ja the Jaguars are better against the run than the pass. They and so they're going to be like the Titans are going to use like Julio's obviously back. It was his hamstring. He's been out since like, he's been out like, six weeks so you know he should be good and you know julio if you can get 10 plus targets out of julio that's that's hard to fade at 5.4k yeah 5.4k that's really hard to fade i think he's yeah he's definitely my favorite run back on the titans i think you could even get away like if you like that little narrative 
uh, Nick had with James Robinson, you know, Trevor Lawrence has, you know, vouched for him and said he wants him on the field and stuff, but you could get away. He catches passes. You could do a little Lawrence Robinson, LaVisca stack, run it back with Julio. And so that's kind of, I'm going to be building a lot of different uh, Trevor Lawrence lineups this week. My favorite pay down option. Uh, so, oh, James O'Shaughnessy, I have to briefly mention him just because he, he still runs a lot of routes. Like, let's see his targets here. He had six and five since Dan Arnold went down and he had eight in week one against Houston. Like when he's their primary guy, he, he gets targets and for 2.9 K that's not bad. So I'll sprinkle him in some as well, but next game we have Las Vegas at Kansas city, big divisional game here. Um, we'll start with, I don't know. We'll start with Nick on this one. Hmm. I, I actually don't think this is going to be that high scoring of a game, even though we've seen both these offenses kind of explode throughout the year. Um, I just don't typically like divisional matchups. I think Kansas city always plays really good defense at home for whatever reason. Like that's, it's when they show up um, must be mama's home cooking or something, but um, I don't, I don't love every, anyone on the Raiders. Like they didn't really do very much last week with Waller gone. Um, Hunter Renfro did okay, but didn't have the breakout game we were all hoping for. Um, could you imagine being uh, one of those Foster Moreau fans mm-hmm. uh, placing him in a lineup last week? I think he had like, Zero points through three quarters. That was or such a good. We we called well. We you know cash game. You played him because he was going to be like eighty percent owned. So even if, yeah, like I played him yeah. in cash games and I still scored like one hundred and eighty seven, and he didn't burn you because everyone else played him too. So yeah, that's that's where I kind of preferred to play the leverage plays where oh yeah, tight you know end. someone's taking eighty percent like. Yeah, and it's, like, not even a guarantee. It's, like, a coin flip of a situation. Like, this guy might get some work. He might not. But, but whenever a cheap tight end, like, just for anyone, yeah. whenever a cheap tight end is going to be just an app, the absolute chalk of the slate, everyone's playing him, you just fade him in tournaments. You play him in cash games, you, you eat the chalk, and then in tournaments, you just play at, you play zero of them. That's how yeah. you get your leverage, and that's mm-hmm. what worked the last week. And we said, we said, pay up. I just paid up for the wrong tight end. I said, I, I liked Kittle, but I just preferred Pitts. And that's where my big mistake was. You know, I just, in my lineup, I still scored like 165 in that $555 tournament. And if I just played Kittle over Pitts, I would have made like 1300 bucks. But, you know, you win some. You know, should, yeah. um, but anyways, uh, on the other side of the ball for the Chiefs, um, I think we see the Raiders actually have a pretty good pass defense. We see them lining up with two safety sets. So it makes me not like Tyreek Hill here as much, but it does make me like Travis Kelsey a lot. And this is actually one of the games that I'm comfortable paying 75, 7,400 bucks for him uh, because I think they, I think they're the absolute worst team against tight ends. Um, and we know it's a, an either a Tyreek Hill or a Kelsey game few and far between where they both blow up. Um, so I have a strong hunch about Kelsey this week. Alex? 
Yeah, this is uh, I love the Mahomes Tyreek and then running it back with uh, Renfro stack here. Um, just some quick stats on the last time these two teams played in week 10. Mahomes, 406 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Tyreek, uh, 10 targets, seven receptions, 83 yards, two touchdowns. And then Renfro had a decent game too. I think it was like nine targets, seven receptions, and a touchdown. Um, I do think this is a high-scoring game. Um, it feels like every time these teams play, at least one of them gets the, into the 30s. Um, and so the other team is inevitably going to be throwing the ball back. Um, so that, that stack there is one that I like here. I am totally fine as well. Um, if you want to roll with Kelsey instead of Tyreek on, on that stack too, uh, Nick, I think he could eat as well for sure. Corey. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with everyone talking about Kelsey here. Uh, the last time, like we said, Patrick Mahomes two for five touchdowns. That was, um, that was in Vegas. Now they're at home. Uh, I don't think the Raiders travel very well. I would like to know their, their, uh, what their stat is or their win total on the road. But obviously they're a dome team. They'll be in Kansas City. It's going to be a cold game. I really, really, really like the Chiefs defense here. They've been one of the better defenses the last four or five weeks in the NFL yeah. on the road. Even like on the road at home, they're like a top five defense right now at this point in time. And we've last seen the two games they put up over 15. Yeah, and, and the Raiders offense, the Raiders offense cannot move the ball. They with with Henry Ruggs out, that was their deep threat. And like ever since he's been, you know, gone, they've not, you know, they signed Deshaun Jackson and he had he's had like two games where he's caught one long ball each game. So they're missing that deep, that deep ball threat. Darren Waller is still banged up. I understand that he'll probably play this week because the Raiders have to win. They can't keep losing games because they lose games. They're going to lose out in the playoffs. So I, I really, but I, I just don't think that, uh, you know, Derek Carr is not that good of a quarterback. He puts up points against bad teams. And I, I just don't, I don't expect him to do well here. Um, like we said, last time they played, it was like 41 to 10 or some, something like that. 41 14. Yeah. 41 14. So there's not a lot of points. So I'm a, kind of expecting the same thing. Um, another Kansas City blowout. Pretty sure the, the spread right now is around like eight and a half or something along those lines. Um, so I actually like, I like Clyde Edwards Solaire here. Um, he's at, he's 6,100, but the only downside to that is that Williams comes in and, you know, they, they split time and it can, he, he will definitely vulture touches from Clyde Edwards, but Clyde Edwards has been on injury reserve. You know, last week he looked pretty good um, against who the Chiefs play in this past there on Monday night. Um, Denver. Denver. Yeah, he looked he looked pretty good against Denver. And Denver defense is a whole lot better than, um, than the Raiders. So I, I like Clyde Edwards at 6,100. Um, and then obviously if you want to pay up for Mahomes, I, I don't mind that either. But I, ju I just – I think this game can get away from the Raiders very quickly and – um, and then the Chiefs just rely on the run game. Yeah, I I think this is a game where you need to pinpoint. I think there's a piece of this game that definitely goes off and you might need them to win a tournament. But I just can't pay for Mahomes at 8K. Like, I love Mahomes. And 
I just think at 8K is just too much on this slate specifically. In other slates, sometimes the 8K is worth it. But I just, the way that you construct lineups on this slate is just too, too expensive. And I think my favorite piece that I think could go off is with Nick. I, I think Kelsey's the piece. The Raiders, they they play a lot of too high safety. Well, every single team that plays the Chiefs plays more too high safety yeah. against them than any other team. And that's why you've seen Tyreek. He still gets his targets. But when do you guys think the last time he had a 100-yard game was? So Kelsey? No, Tyreek. Probably like week four. Yeah, it was week four. He's had two games where he's gone over 100 <laughs> this whole year. But I think that's great. more because Mahomes has, re- has regressed this year. But no, no, it's it's because they a lot teams play two eye safety. They know what the Chiefs have done in the past. Because when you look at Tyreek's targets, I'll go through his targets since week four. Like this is he has not had 100 yards when he's had 11 targets, 10 targets, 11, 18. 9, 12, 13. If you were to me in any other year prior that you were going to get like 12-plus targets from Tyreek like every single game, he you would just say he's got to be like setting records in yards, touchdown, everything, because that's insane for a player like him. But he's catching like his A dot has gone down so much. Like he's not this player that – I mean, he'll run like some deep routes, but he's just – that's not – what, how they're using him right now because they can't they, they're not able to and kelsey on the other hand should just feast in the middle of the field against this raiders team and he's my favorite like he's my favorite tight end play i'm okay with paying up at tight end because i think i think this is a slate where you finally have what do we have darren waller kelsey you have a lot of and kittle you know, you have all these like good tight ends this week. And then there's some not great cheap options this week. I think this is another slate where one of these top tight ends separates themselves and ends up in the winning lineup. And in my opinion, it's Kelsey. So I'm going to be very overweight on uh, Kelsey this yeah. week. I can't even remember the last time we had all three of those tight ends on yeah, the main slate. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. And you still get to, you know, you get the options of Pitts, Andrews, Gronk. So, like, you get top 10 guys in there. So, yeah, yeah, I think that will create a little bit of change-up. Yeah. And tight end's a position that you really do need to separate. Like, it's such a premium position. You need to separate yourself. And when those cheap tight ends dud out, having, like, a Kelsey that puts up potentially 30 separates yourself so much. So, uh next oh josh jacobs is solid if with Kenyon drake being out like at 6.2 he's got like nine targets last game and seven i think the game before that so he he's like my favorite play on the raiders um next game we have the saints going into new york to play the jets i guess i'll start off with this because i'm i'm the saints fan I think Taysom Hill is the most blatantly obvious cash game play at 5.6 K. You know, I don't think there's any way around playing Taysom. Like, I think you just, you plug him in. I think in tournaments is where you could fade Taysom because it's hard to pair him. Like you never know who's it's going to be on the receiving end. And I don't know. I just think he's more of a cash game play. But you could sprinkle him in in tournaments. Probably Traquan's your best option to stack him with. Uh, Kamara 
it looks like Ingram was added to the COVID list and Kamara is a full participant in practice. So I don't know how, like Kamara is like my favorite pay up running back this week going against this Jets team. I don't think you ever pair Taysom with Kamara because they just vulture each other. But in the lineups that I don't have Taysom, like it's going to be really hard not to play Kamara because I mean, what, what, how else, are, what else are the Saints going to do this game besides just without Ingram? I mean, they're just going to run Kamara like every play. It's going to look like the Patriots' Bills game. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to be like, let's just do what the Patriots did and come Half out. Half back times. Half back times. <laughs> and I think that's, uh, I think my favorite, if you were to play a Jet, it's probably Jameson Crowder as the best matchup. Uh, Elijah Moore should get shut down by Lattimore and Crowder in the slot is they, they will we'll have to throw the ball, I think, to play catch up with the Saints. Cause I do think the Saints get an easy win here. Uh, but and then the Saints defense. They should. They should. Yeah. Yes. The Saints defense against Zach Wilson's solid too. So that's that's all I say for this game. But Taysom's your your cash game quarterback, no doubt. There's no such yeah, I mean, an easy game in the NFL PB. Just, yeah, okay. But I'm just according to Urban Meyer that Every week you're playing Alabama, so just <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying the Saints, who love to run the ball, and now you get Kamara back with. If Ingram was out, that would have been something because then we would have had Tony Jones leading the helm. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think there's many other plays in this game. I, I think there's only two plays you play. It's Kamara, and I think it's you know Taysom Hill. I, I am not touching anything you know with a ten foot pole for the receiving core of the New Orleans. So that means you're just, you're not playing Taysom in tournaments and you're just putting him in your cash game. And, and then, cause I think if you, I think you have to pair Taysom with a receiver in like the Millie maker. Like, yeah, you know, if you're doing that, but that's, that, that makes zero sense. We've already talked about the game script and how the Saints are going to win this game. It's running the ball. And, and if, if Taysom Hill throws a touchdown pass, I guarantee it's going to be, from the five yard to the goal line, and he's going to do like a rollout, and so he's going to hit a tight end. So, and the tight end is not a play here, even in in the consideration because they're not going to put up enough points. So, like I said, I think it's Taysom and Kamara, and that's it. And if you want to, if you want to go with the the Saints, you know, pay up for the Saints defense. I think you do that. Um, but I, I just there's no other place in my opinion. Nick, Alex. Yeah, I got nothing. I, I mean, I've been riding Elijah Moore, but like you were saying, the Lattimore matchup just isn't great. But I, I think like you were saying about Kamara, what else are they going to do? That's how the Jets are with Elijah Moore right now. Um, yeah, but they can't. Like, the thing is, Kamara just, can run on the Jets, and Elijah Moore is not like they can yeah, just go on Lattimore. I just don't like the matchup this week, so I'm not going to be playing him or probably anyone from this game. I think it'll probably be the lowest scoring game of the week. So hard fade for me. All right. And Alex, you just. On passed. to the next stinker. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. We have Atlanta, here. <laughs> Atlanta going into Carolina. I don't Dog think days of summer. Um, um, Alex, we'll give this one to you to start <laughs> off. Yeah. And another game that I'm fading very hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know that there's a single play here. I mean, if, if I were to take one, it'd be, uh, you know, it might be Chuba. Like I just even tough at his price. Yeah. I mean, I don't Bubba, want Bubba, Chuba. 
I don't, I don't love it. Um, you know, well, it's because Abdullah, Abdullah is pretty much the pass catching back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, who's that? They just got a new offensive coordinator in there. They just fired Joe Brady or something. Um, but the, uh-huh. whoever they brought in is like, they brought in to establish the run, like whatever his package is, it's, it's run heavy. Um, run with cam run with Chuba. It's going to, I think it might look very similar to this, to the new Orleans, uh, jets game, like very kind of like, all right, run the ball, run the ball third and short, run the ball fourth and short, maybe try and pick it up. Like just, I don't like this game could, could end and like, you know, 30 points total so i'm gonna stay away from this one yeah Corey. yeah this is i mean i if i was gonna play one like off piece of this i guess tj Moore, and just hoping that he you know he gets 10 targets 10 11 targets and has like eight or nine receptions good luck but again, terrell i i well you know i understand who he's going against but I'm not playing Cam Newton. I'm not playing. I the Alex, what he was saying about Chubba Hubbard, playing him, you can get away with. Cordell Patterson, he might. So the thing with him is, again, he gets over. I feel like every week he gets overlooked for whatever reason, just because all every time it's a Falcons bad matchup play, against the Panthers, though. It is running running the ball, obviously, but he's. We obviously know Even that he's past. They've been solid, but out of the backfield, he. I feel like out of the backfield, he's more effective than lining up in the slot. But again, I, I don't think there's enough volume there to get him to, you know, to pay off his salary. I think there's other positions I'd rather go or rather there's other people I pay for at his salary. So, yeah, I mean, I guess the Panthers defense for some odd reason is cheaper than the Falcons defense, which is kind of mind blowing. Um, Especially if you well, okay, for that, oh yeah, that reason. But I, I these offense both struggle a lot, so I think that I rather take the home team defense here, and I, I believe a low scoring game like a twenty one seventeen game, and maybe the Panthers defense get pick six here. But other than that, I, I don't like anyone. Yeah, I, I think the Panthers defense at two point eight k, just because what you're looking for at defenses is that like you don't want teams that run the ball against your defense because that like we saw like the bills defense against the Patriots was a horrible play because you can't get sacks. You can't get interception. You can't get any defensive scoring when teams run the ball a lot. You want to target defenses that pass the ball a lot. And the Falcons are always a defense, uh, a one to target because Matt Ryan throws the ball a ton. So, and then that leads to more sacks and, and, and pick sixes. So I think the Panthers defense is like the only play uh, in this game, really. Like, I, there's nothing else I don't think. Yeah. Of so next game, we have Baltimore going into the Brownies stadium. Nick, what are the plays? <laughs> we are rested up. Our run game is going to come back strong. We got to get back to the Browns brand of football that we all know and love. Um, oh, okay. For whatever reason, they just didn't play Kareem Hunt last time we played the Ravens, like a week ago. It makes no sense. It's why we lost. Wake up, Kevin Stefanski, and play Kareem Hunt. And that's who I'm going to be playing this week in fantasy. Um, he's he's just got so much potential and skill. Obviously, Nick Chubb's going to pound Kareem the rock inside, but 
I, I just think that uh, Kareem kind of gives us that like X factor that we're going to need with it's winter go home. And uh, that's when Kareem does his best playing for his, for his uh, hometown Browns. So give me Kareem Hunt. That's it. Corey. Man, I really wanted to play just all of Nick Chubb. Like I know we we've discussed earlier early in the year, PB hates playing Nick Chubb, especially when Kareem Hunt's healthy because you know they each touch the ball like 15 times each running the ball, depending on you know the hot hand, and that's who they run with. I Nick Chubb is such a better running back than Kareem Hunt running the ball. Nick Chubb uh, would have burned you one week if you just faded him every game this year. He would have burned you. You no, I, yeah, no, I, and I know it. And that one week I played him and he went off. So I, I love Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah, he's great. It's just when Hunt's just not used in the passing game. I know it's, it's so frustrating because he's, he's a lot better in my opinion than, than Kareem Hunt. But oh, yeah, he's incredible. Um, Hunt's a better pass catcher. No, I, I, I said as a runner. Oh, but, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's really what I mean. Seventy six hundred. You can't. The only way that I play Nick Chubb is just because I think, you know, I I think he's gonna be sub five percent owned. I think his price oh, tag. I and promise you, he'll be sub five percent owned. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can just you know play the game script in your head before you know when you're setting your lineup, you know Nick Chubb, twenty carries, one hundred and fifty yards. Like he has a huge run for a touchdown. It's like 75. Okay, so, so 150 yards and a touchdown, he gets no, two touchdowns. 20. Oh, so yeah, you need that's the thing. The thing with Nick Chubb with these guys that are more they don't really catch the ball much. You, they have at their price tags, they have to get you two touchdowns yeah. in order for you to pay pay it off. And yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So like if you if you think he breaks like a long one for like 75 yards. And then gets a goal line touch and he scores and, you know, he has a really good game just in that sense. I, I don't know. Cause we've seen, we've seen <clears throat> beforehand and I, I like where, uh, I don't know. I, I, for some reason, I just, when I see Nick Chubb, I just always feel like I have to play him. Um, but I guess another play that, you know, on the Ravens side, I mean, Mark Andrews is always a good play. I, th I still think that he's underpriced at what, you know, for what his performances he's done in the past, especially the last game they played, he was like the only person targeted for the Ravens. And I no Marquise Brown had 10 targets. Okay. Well, uh, what did Mark, what is Andrews? He was Mark, Mark Andrews had 10 as well. So, and he had a touchdown. So, so I, I, Andrews is another player that, you know, I feel like a lot of people scroll past, but um, I, I'm not playing Lamar. I'm not, I'm not paying, uh, Paying for uh, Mayfield either. Yeah, Nick. Nick, I have a question with because you know your defense. What, like, why do you think Marquise Brown won't do anything? Like, because he is the one, only one I'm really looking I think at. It's, it's simple, and it goes down to the the cornerbacks uh, and like what? Like, what? Who's gonna guard him? You, they can put. They usually put Greedy Williams on him. Honestly, and and which we'll sounds kind of weird, but like they they like played man uh, with greedy or with Greg Newsom now, who's like incredible. Uh, and he's pretty, he's like fast enough to stay with him. Uh, that's who they played 
on him the whole last game. And yeah, he had eight catches, but he only had 51 yards. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't, I actually think that the Browns cornerback duos of Denzel Ward and, uh, and Greg Newsom will probably in two to three years be the best cornerback duo in the NFL. Like they're, they're both really young guys, but incredible just, talent. The so. Ravens just have some of that speed. Cause now with Watkins in yeah. there, like, he does enough to just like shake up the, like stretch the field a little bit and you still have Bateman in there. I don't know. I think if I were to play anyone from this game, it'll be very few lineups, yeah, but yeah. it'll be Marquise Brown just because he has the big playability. And uh, yeah, I'm not. I think Mark Andrews, like he always beats us it, it, like touchdowns. It, it, we're not very good in the middle of the field against tight ends. So that's definitely our weak point. And Lamar sucks at throwing. So shorter passes are probably better for that guy who just threw four interceptions against us the last week. So, yeah. Yeah. One yeah. other, one other guy to toss in there is Jarvis. I mean, Baker's going to have to throw the ball to someone and he had 10 targets and 110 yards or something uh, when they played him two yeah. weeks ago, like he's on the field and runs routes every play. Um, you know, I think he had 93% uh, snap share. So like he's on the field the entire game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, though, Joku's out, so there's going to be some. I don't know. I think that might benefit Hooper more because we have Harrison Bryant and Chief Najoku out. Um, oh, so, wait, Harrison Bryant's going to be out too. Yeah. So Ooh, okay. I'm, I'll, have, I'll have a little interest in Hooper just because I don't. I hate playing Browns tight ends because they have a three. It's like a three-headed committee. But if it's just Hooper and he's really cheap, he has to be really cheap. He's thirty. He does nothing, dude. Like he's he's like the only Browns player like I'm truly frustrated with because we gave him, I think, the second biggest contract for a tight end, and like he just doesn't do anything. Like, so the last time they played, okay, in games even when they're all healthy, he gets like three, three, six, two, five, seven. He played. He got three targets the last time they played. Don't think he caught a single ball, yeah. but he he got three. The Harrison Bryant got three and Njoku got let's see he probably got like around three the only time they use him is like on third five. and four yeah so the only time they use him is like on third and four and like that's it it's like yeah honestly I think Hooper or Landry now go up on my list because they just they have to throw the ball <laughs> and you know yeah, I'm going to probably have a little interest in Landry Hooper with that Njoku and Bryant news that I didn't know about. So uh, next game, we have the Giants going into L.A. against the Chargers. I think there's some fantasy goodness in this one, uh, some plays here. Uh, we'll start with Alex on this one. Yeah, this is a big, uh, like, if game for me. Because, you know, you've got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both popping up on the COVID-19 list. So if uh, either Allen or both Allen and Williams are on are are not playing, uh, I think Guyton sees a huge, huge portion of uh, targets here. Um, Who? Jalen Guyton. Oh. (laughs) Would be like their one pretty much. so even if so, let's say okay. So then, you know, big if game. If both Allen and Williams play, I love Allen in the slot here. Uh, was it Bradbury 
Bradbury will probably yeah be on. He's Mike gonna be on. He's gonna be on Big Mike if Big Mike plays. Um, so that slot position definitely, uh, you know, plays a or will get a bigger target share because of that. Um, for that same reason, I love Herbert in this game. I think that um, I know his price tag's a bit expensive at seven point one k, but he's been putting up numbers these last couple of weeks, kind of really coming on, and uh, things are clicking again. They had that mid-season lull, but um, seems like they're getting back on the right track. Uh, and then last little piece on the Chargers that I like is, I mean, their defense at, I don't even care what it's at, 4.3K against a Giants team uh, who is starting Mike Glennon or Jake Fromm. Fromm, I think it's Jake Fromm. Fromm. State Farm. Jake Fromm, State Farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah so give me chargers defense i'll pay 5k for them i don't care like <laughs> just what just 8k give me chargers. Yeah. yeah yeah cooper cup prices give them to me <laughs> yeah um, i mean or nick do you have some yeah i was just gonna say i kind of like eckler this week if they don't have their main receivers they're still in the playoff hunt like they're gonna try and put up a lot of points so I actually don't mind playing Eckler or Saquon here for 6K. Um, the offensive line for the Giants are just – it's just so disappointing because you see Saquon at $6,000 every week, and you're just like, oh, I have to take it, and it feels like a trap. But I'm just going to keep doing it until it pays off. And, like, once the one game that it does happen, I think this could be it because they're just going to have no passing attack. Chargers are amazing against the pass. So, like, he's going to be their only option. So, I like Eckler and Saquon to carry this game for both sides. Corey? Yeah. Um, interesting. So, again, going back to the Chargers side, if um, Keenan and Mike both miss, you can go down to Joshua Palmer. He's going to obviously have to play. And as a he's a rookie receiver for the Chargers. Um, he's he would play. have to. What? You have to play. What do you mean? If if my oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, he, he's and he's the fourth receiver there right now, anyways. And he sees snap time. Yeah. Uh, they they drafted him for a reason. Um, he rookies, you know, they flutter up and down, and I think a lot of people would probably be more on Guyton just because that he is the third receiver there. He does see more snap time than Palmer. It is an interesting look. The other one, the other two plays, I, I, I really love Eckler. I have been on Eckler all year. He, I mean, his price tag is 8,200, and I think that if he's cleared to play, he has a banged up ankle right now. So I, I assuming that he will be playing, he will take the role of like, you know, the second or third receiver coming out of the backfield for Justin Herbert. Um, I, I really do like Justin Herbert as well. I know we talked about paying down for quarterbacks this week, um, but 7,100 Justin Herbert, he – you know, last year he was in talks for MVP. You know, he's done 27 touchdowns this year. I think, you know, he, this is another spot where he could blow up. The only other issue that we run into here is where the point's going to come from the Giants. And I, I don't know if it's going to get there to, you know, have him get to the ceiling game. So with that being said, if you're not going to play, you know, if you're just going to take a couple pieces from this game, you know, looking at Jared Cook or um, uh, Farham Jr., the tight ends for the Chargers, I think, are both in play as well, especially if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both miss. Very good. Um, 
Sorry, I try to put that eggplant up there when you're talking about Eckler because uh, I love Eckler this week. Um, <laughs> I think he's the biggest beneficiary to big, big egg, eggplant energy. Yeah, big, big eggplant energy so with with uh mike williams and keenan allen out he would become then my possibly my favorite running back play i just don't see how he wouldn't get 10 targets in that spot against the giants along with them just wanting to run the ball against a very weak giants run deep like they would eckler would just feast without yeah. them in there and and i think that I don't, I don't think it would be a lot of leverage because he'd be, he'd be popular, but if people are playing Guyton, they might just say, Oh, I got my charger. I don't want to play another charger. I, and I don't think Herbert's the play because I don't think the giants can keep this close. So it's, but I think Jared cook would become the cash game tight end. If Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are out because his target volume would go up and at 3.2 K that's, I mean, he would probably be the, the most, the best points per dollar tight end play, I would, I would assume. So yeah, I think Guyton, I think, yeah, it would open up the slate for cash games where you would then be able to pay down, but I hate the cheap receivers. I always hate the chalk, the chalky cheap receivers. So I would play zero of Guyton in, in tournaments. If he was like the cash game play, I would just fade him completely just like I did Moreau last week. Yeah. I, this might be like a, 25 to 30 point game for Eckler. I, I really do. I love Eckler here. I, if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are there, I'd still probably prefer Kamara to Eckler uh, for my expensive running back. But if they're out, then Eckler would trump Kamara for me. I think Saquon is worth a discussion because I know he hasn't looked himself, but he just has these random bursts. And if he just breaks a long one, like he'll be in a tournament winner. And he's gotten, since he's come back, he's gotten six, five, and nine targets with these quarterback, like from like, they like checking down a lot more. Like they don't, they don't go through the reads. They, they yeah, stop. You're going to look at one read and then they, yeah. And they drop the problem off. is, you know, the Chargers, like they're going to want to probably, usually we've seen, the Chargers defense like sell out to stop the pass and, and force you to run. But in this case, there's going to be like, okay, we'll just sell out to stop the run and you're going to, we're going to force you to pass on us because he's from. So, yeah. You know, I, I like Jake from coming out of college, but you know, this is, this is not, not the spot for him. No. And, and then you're not a scout. <laughs> <laughs> the Chargers defense is. Jake from, come on. Yeah. I do like a, uh, Tony kind of just as a player, not really in fantasy this week, but I think he's going to be really a good receiver. Yeah. I like Tony. He's very electric. Uh, all right. Next game we have, we have a couple more games to get through. We have Detroit. Well, we don't have to spend too much time on, on this game. Uh, One Detroit play. at Denver. Uh, I don't, I don't know that there's really any plays here, but we'll one start. play and one play only. Come on. Javante uh, Williams, he's put yeah, up like twenty five. I love Javante. Yeah. I love Javante, yeah. but with I think you have to. Him. He's like my lock of the week. The guy Melvin I'm most Gordon. Melvin about. Gordon. Melvin Gordon's still there, though. He could play. He's back. Yeah, Mike, he'll probably be back. Oh, that's devastating. News that's what me. I'm saying. Like I would have Javante would have been in hundred percent of my lineups if yeah. Gordon. Was <laughs> he he yeah. still might be. The, he might be sneaky though, because even if Gordon is quote unquote healthy enough to play like how much will he actually play so i mean you, you always got to think about that because especially the coaches realize like 
wow, what do we have here? We have Javante Williams in our He's back amazing. And they just He's saw so good. Say, I don't understand. I say this since like the beginning. Like I, I, I never. I think he's the best rookie running back for sure. I yes, mean, yeah, fantasy 100%. wise, maybe not, but skill and talent wise, definitely the best. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the only other, another play, man, I, the receiving core for Denver Broncos is so good. And I, yeah. I want to like grab like Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton, even cheaper. Cortland Sutton hasn't had a good game this entire year. Uh, since Judy came back, just took a massive dip. I know it, it's, it's a huge dud. And, and I think he's, they just paid him too. So I, I think, you know, teams who usually just pay players want to get them involved to show why they paid them. So I, I like Court and Sutton at 5,300. I think that. I, the I think team to do it against. <laughs> it is. It's so. just Teddy two gloves. This is the only problem. Like so, I can't wait till they have a good quarterback next year. They're going to get, either Rodgers or Russell Wilson, I think. So I'm just going to fade those receivers until next year. I think Broncos I are going to be a great play. Yeah, true. But I mean, the thing that Teddy does well is he's very, he's pretty safe with the ball. Obviously last week against the Chiefs, they were in a bad spot and he had to force throws. But if he's going to be, you know, they're not going to run the ball. Like we said, like the Patriots, so they're, they're going to throw the ball. They're inside, they're at Detroit. So I think there's a spot where, one of these receivers could have a good game. And I would, if I was putting, you know, my chips on the table, I I'd put them on court and Sutton. All right. Anyone else have any plays here? Yes. Yeah. I'll sprinkle in the receivers. And again, we, we get Melvin Gordon news. He's out. I'll lock Javante and probably every lineup I make because I've loved him. And against Detroit, it's just, I mean, I don't know how you avoid him. So Next game, we have San Francisco going into Cincinnati. Uh, we'll start off with Corey in this one. What plays we got here? Um, this is going to be – so obviously obviously from everyone that we've looked at, you know, the, a lot of people are expecting for a high-scoring game here, and for the most part, uh, Debo looks like he's going to be back um, at 8K is quite a bit, though he is fifth in the league right now in receiving and then plus his rushing upside as well. He touches the ball a lot for that team. So I like him there. And I think that hurts Kittle a lot this week. And I think a lot of people are going to be on Kittle just for the fact that they saw what he did last week against um, uh, who they play. They played um, Seattle. Yeah. Um, Even though they lost the game, Kittle had a massive game. He had 30 points. So, and with, you know, the hurt um, running backs for the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell's banged up. He's in concussion protocol along with his knee. Then you got, you know, Jeff Wilson Jr., who's also hurt, um, you know, his knee and he's concussed. So the backfield right there is, is straight down. <laughs> the next man up, because Trey Sermon, who's on IR, would be Jamichael Hasty. And I don't know if I really trust Michael Hasty to, even though he's 4K, and we, you know, everyone loves to play running backs, backup running backs who are in the spot where they, you know, are possibly the starter. I, I don't think this is, this is a position where you do that. Um, but what I'm really looking forward to playing, and I think it's going to be a very low on defense, is the 49ers. I think with, you know, this game being outside, Joey B, he's, his hands, his throwing hand is banged up. He, you know, they practice outside all week. He's going to be very limited in practice. You know, they're going to want that hand to be down. Uh, he was super swollen during that game. I, you know, 
a banged up throwing hand for a quarterback is never a good thing. And I, and I think this is about where the 49ers feast. So I'm going to be on the 49ers defense this week. Feed me uh, Debo. Feed me Debo in this spot. Like he's going to get so many touches. And uh, I mean, assuming that the groin is not as serious as, uh, you know, it initially sounded. I think he's going to eat. That being said, I think IU could also see a good game here. Um, on the other side of the ball, if Mixon is healthy enough to play, and now he's carrying a questionable tag uh, for illness, non-COVID related, so he'll probably play. And I, I think that um, with Burrow's hand, he'll default to a lot of handoffs and a lot of checkdowns um, and safer throws. So I think Mixon is a good play on the Cincy side even though 49ers run defense is pretty good. KB, you keep uh, pretty close tabs on Jamar Chase at 6900 bucks. Beautiful price. Why do you think he's priced so low? What, what are you seeing here? No, I think it's just because he's had, like, he hasn't had, like, the DraftKings prices them, like, based off how the recent performance. And, you know, he's had, he hasn't had, like, a massive game in, like, five weeks. So they just priced him down. And I think it's a good spot to get a player like him at low ownership. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's, he he's, can break the slate, you know, one catch. And so he's probably my favorite receiving option uh, in this game. Uh, my, or Tyler Boyd, I think. It looks like Higgins popped up on the, was it the, I think he popped up on the injury report. Um, so like if it condenses the target share between Boyd and Chase, what? Yeah, his ankle in practice today. Yeah. So, and then I really want to figure out the running back situation for the 49ers. Cause if it's clear, like if it's just going to be hasty or if it's just going to be Wilson, I want whoever the main back is. Cause Mitchell's definitely like, I mean, pretty sure to miss. So, but if it's if both of them are playing, then I don't really want either of them because I think they just really mix it up. And that's kind of I'll have some exposure to Kittle. Um, I just think Debo, if he comes back, could be. I don't know. I don't know if he'll be a little more of a decoy. Um, I just can't pay 8K for him. I like another receiver at that price a lot more. So I'll pay Debo. And yeah, I don't really have a whole lot of interest i don't like the quarterbacks here so that that about does it for me i think chase is probably yeah. my overall play I, i've been searching for what the best uh cheap running back is because i have so many receivers that i want to play this week but i i can't get myself to to dip my toes in the san fran backfield right now um jeff wilson let's put it in perspective all right the last time he started a game was against Jacksonville. He had 19 touches and he only put up six fantasy points. So he had his opportunity against a really bad defense and he still couldn't do anything. That was when Garoppolo wasn't really playing that great. Um, so I just, I just don't see it happening. Like I'm looking for Millie maker players at that price. So I, even for the 4k, I, I don't that's like that. It. This is again, like, as you go, we're breaking on the slate. What are the running back plays that we mentioned? They're all Eckler. It's Kamara. Yeah. It's Saquon. It's, it's, you Stuffed. said Mick. It's the, it's some of the pricier ones. You know, Javante, that would open up so much. And that's why he'd be so high owned. He'd be yeah. an amazing play. 
but there's just not value, which is why I think paying down a quarterback is the move because even at receiver, there's not great cheap options as well that we've gone through. So that's why I think this and tight end, we haven't really mentioned any, we've mentioned Kittle. We've mentioned Andrews. We mentioned Kelsey. You yeah, got to yeah. pay down I mean, some. Part of the problem is now we have, I mean, each week you get a, bit, a bigger sample size. So the, the analytics and, you know, the predictability on these prices are getting better and better. Uh, just oh, as the yeah, weeks as go the, on. So it gets week. much tougher to win, actually, yeah, and like find value. For sure. It's tougher and tougher to, to find value because DraftKings is pricing people how they should be priced. Yep. Now we have the last game, I think the highest total of the week. Um, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it's Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Is this going to be one of those games that everyone expects to be the blowout, like shootout, and like it's a dud? What are we thinking here? I don't necessarily think so. I think it could finish right around that total. It could shoot out, but I don't know. I'm curious because I know, Corey, this is like – it's your favorite game, right? Yeah, it is. So go ahead. Start us off. What, what do you like here? <laughs> so usually in these – you know, in the – past couple episodes we've talked about these high over-unders and most times that they don't reach where they're going to reach to um but i think this is a spot where we're going to see like a 60 point game possibly a 70 point game i i think this is going to be a back and forth game i think there's going to be massive plays on each side um yards wise i i think i i almost think right now this is the game where you know we talked about the chiefs cowboys game a couple weeks back where you know, it, it could be that spot where it's going to go the over and it, it didn't. Um, I think those defenses are better than than what these defenses are. And I think there's a lot of plays here. And one of my favorite plays um, is going to be. Corey, the Bills defense is good. Like it's the Bills defense <laughs> is the best defense you just mentioned of all four teams. Uh, Maybe. Not, we'll see how they do without Trey White. Not recently. Yeah, they're they're without Trey White. They're without. Look, uh, okay, hang on. Let's look let's look at what let's look they at the points. They have the best best red right. defense. Second let's best. Let's just look at let's just end. look at the points the Bills have allowed. They have allowed fourteen points to the Patriots. Six. Okay, points okay, wait, 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 no, you you can't play that game because that gets taken out of perspective because of the weather. That game does not count. True. Okay. Six points against the Saints. Okay. The Colts, 41. Now let's go. Jaguars, nine. Jets, 17. Dolphins, 11. Look at who, wait, uh, time out. Look who you're naming 20. off. You named off the bottom Terrible two teams, teams. In offense besides the Colts. We have one of the best offense right now, and they hung 41 on them. And Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns and ran for a career high of like, no, 183 yards. Okay, that's it, that's an outlier. That's the okay. I'm just but, saying but that I, I'm just okay, but listen to you, you name the Jags, the Jets, the Dolphins. Like we, where's the points coming from on those teams? We've we've already, you know, talked about how bad those teams are on offense. Now now they're facing Tom Brady and a high potent offense who puts up like 30 points a game. Get, like this is this is a spot where and then on the uh, the other side, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can't stop the pass. They're terrible against. The yeah, the Buccaneers' defense is atrocious. So, so is the Bills as of lately. They're not good right now. So, give me Lennon Fournette at seventy four hundred. I think he's going to go overlooked. pay seventy four hundred for Lenny. Go ahead, go I, I will, because look at what the Bills couldn't stop the run when they knew the run was coming last week. Okay, but that's and, not and, what when you have Tom Brady trying to set MVP records. You're not. I don't no, think their game no. plan here is going to be. Fournette's been doing amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, that's been one that, okay. You, you have to think about 50 it. How points against Cindy? Listen, you have to think about it like this. This is Tom Brady. Like he has a big game here. It's just gonna catapult him like way into the lead for the MVP spot. Okay. He's not going into this game because Tom. I don't think like, the coach doesn't call it shots. It's Tom when has Tom ever played for accolades? Yeah. Like, that dude's going oh, for. He's been doing it all that. year. What are you talking about? Every no, he, they're on he plays for the one. Super Bowl. I mean, he yeah. plays Dude, it an elite all level. All year but he's not been playing for accolades. He's been playing for MVP since week one. They'll be they on the really late into the fourth quarter when they're beating the bears by 30. Why is Tom Brady throwing the ball and hurry up offense? Why? Is, why? Because, because Bruce Arians hates the bears guts because they didn't hire him back in the day. So he just sticks it to him. Every no, time. but Tom Brady could at any point say, you know what? I, I, this isn't worth it. He said, he's trying to set records. He's doing it every game. He throws late into games. He, he has he all the on fourth and one. <laughs> what? He doesn't, he doesn't need to set any more records. Yeah, he's trying to chase MVP this year. I don't care what you say. It's been obvious. It's it's blatantly obvious he's chasing. Okay, but okay, but he also wants to win games. So, and the best way to do that, in my opinion, is to attack the Bills on the ground right now. And again, a, Tom Brady, again, Tom Brady, so many times here. Tom Brady's going to have a. Granted, he's going to throw the ball a lot, and he's not going to succeed either. Leonard Fournette is very good out of the backfield catching the ball. We've, we've seen yeah, he'll pass to Finney. I'm saying they're not going to run the ball like you think they are. I, I guarantee you, Lauren Fournette has a great game. So I don't understand how. Okay, so you like Kamara, you like Eckler. What? Where? Where is this lineup that you're talking? I haven't heard you talk about these plays that are going to save you the salary. I don't know what lineup. I haven't. I haven't talked. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. You know, I know we're on the last game, but like, let's go through the lineup and you know, right. we'll we'll talk about it. But. Before you rudely interrupted me here. I'm just saying, you, um, I don't understand your lineup right now. It's getting serious. I, I had a lineup build up before we started, and I was going, and I had perfect plays throughout it. So, um, you what you're saying. So, yeah, well, you like Lenny. I like Lenny here. He's had, you know, his last, he's been a top five running back the last, you know, four weeks, five weeks. He's been great. Um, okay, minus the Giants, but he's been, he's been a top, top running back this entire year. Um, so I like Lenny and then to bring it back to Josh Allen or Tom Brady. Um, I, both are going to be very, I like Josh Allen more just because, you know, the Bucks defense is bad against the pass. So this could be a high stack where you go digs Allen and then bring it back with, um, you know, you can run it with Lenny and then there's a lot of options here. That's all I'm saying. So play how you want it, but I, Lenny's one of my favorite plays this week. Hang on, I just I I gotta try something. Or before I do this, Nick, you you go ahead here. I, I I'm gonna fade this game just because I think everyone's gonna play it. So it's it's not my strategy this week. Uh, could be a miss, but we'll see. Um, if I had to play anyone, I I don't like Leonard Fournette at that price. We'll we'll just let that be. I I do like Gronk though. He's consistent. Consistent around twenty points, so yeah. Okay, Alex. Yeah, the only other guy that I'd mention is Dawson Knox, just because of how bad the Bucks are against tight ends. Uh, DraftKings has him at twenty fourth, and uh, you know if you're, it's he's not a cheap option, and there's definitely better plays I think around his price tag at tight end this week, but. He is a little bit cheaper at 5K than those top guys that we're talking about. So uh, I think that 
you know, he had a bad game last game, a couple of drops, and obviously, you know, you can't take anything, uh, you know, to stone here with that last, with that weather. But, uh, yeah, I think Knox is the only other guy that you guys haven't mentioned that I would, I would make a note of. Yeah, this is a game where I think it could turn into a shootout, like Corey said, but I don't think you can play the quarterbacks here at their price tags at what would have to happen in order for that to succeed is this does need to score like 60, 70 points. And then you are somehow finding, because I'm just going to plug in just, if you plug in Allen Fournette Diggs, you have $4,400 remaining. Per- you want to hear the lineup I just built just off the top of my head really very quickly. It probably has bad chalk receivers in it, but go ahead. Josh Allen Fournette. This this play right here is only if uh, Gordon's out. So Javante Williams, Diggs. but but he's gonna play. So don't don't play it because he's probably playing. He's like very very likely to play. Okay, hang on. Let me let me go back. So I, I just have to. I'm curious. I don't think it's possible. Like you, it's so hard. It is. It's very possible here. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait to hear this lineup. Yeah. Okay. Wait for it. So it's Josh Allen, Fournette, Barkley, Diggs. Beasley, um, pay down at for Joshua Palmer, uh, Austin Hooper, Mike Evans, Browns defense. That's a pretty good lineup in my opinion. Off the top of my head, very quickly. Okay, but Joshua Palmer is also contingent on both Mike Williams and they're on King. COVID. I'm just saying they have COVID right now. Right now they're not playing. I still think a minimum of one of them plays, and if I had to guess, both of them play. I mean, we've seen with COVID all year. So, yeah, rest of that. I'm just saying, okay, so th- th- I feel like, so basically what we're saying. It's like a sprained ankle. Like, you, you got COVID, you're done for like one or two weeks. Yeah, but they don't, Mike Williams doesn't even have COVID. He's a this close is the contact. NFL. Is, the NFL is so political right now. You okay. think that they're going to, they, all right. we don't have to go down that route, but I'm just saying right. that. Just, they, okay, just coming down to, in conclusion, what, we're, what you're saying is, if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen plays, it's basically impossible to play an, a, a Tampa Bay, like Buffalo stack because there's just no value. $3,000 receiver. Let's see here. And you're banking on an Austin Hooper tight end play. And we've already, we, yeah, he's a decent thing. Like that's still pretty, pretty tight to get a cheap a punt tight end and a punt receiver uh, uh, once you pull up the big board let's try and build something crazy well yeah i'll just say so the plays i do think Diggs is like the number one overall receiver like just raw points like projected for the highest amount of points of of all receivers still tough to get to at 8.1k but i like him beastly has the best matchup in the slot against the zone coverage that tampa bay plays like that's what they run the most of and the bills run like eat zone with beasley so and then evans on the tampa bay side is like the only buck i'm even considering no gronk bills are great against tight ends not fournette and godwin i've been on godwin all year but this is an evans spot on the outside uh their bills are better against the slot so that's that's the only buck I'm even considering. But I think Tom Brady has a down game. Like, I, I don't think this is one of the best defenses he's going to play all year. I think this is the best defense he's going to play all year, and he's going to struggle mightily. 
but yeah, let's go ahead and build a lineup. Or well, we first, I guess we'll do our conviction plays after the lineup. So we'll start out with hmm, who who should we start out with here? Because this is who, who does anyone have like go ahead. My my conviction lock of the week is going to be CD Lamb. There we go. Oh, I love that. I love Lamb this week. Um, yeah. I think he's gonna eat against uh, Washington. So oh, yeah. Um does anyone have a next one? Uh, since we're talking about paying down at tight end, let's go get uh, Ricky Seals Jones. Okay, so have some money. We're doing a has, has he had good games? Like, what's the thought process on Ricky Seals Jones? I mean, uh, yeah, I he's, mean, he's had he had 15 points, which against Kansas City. So 15 is bad. Heineke Heineke likes his tight ends. I yeah, mean, and Dallas the in the red zone, and tight ends. we need to get cheap somewhere because all right. Yeah, no, I've I've never looked at him, so I was just curious what he's been doing. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been a backup with uh, uh, what's his name? Um, their other star, uh, Logan Thomas going on, he's been a backup, so he hasn't done a ton, but Logan Thomas gets a decent amount of. We we talk about running back, so let's go Kamara since over Eckler. Eckler is going to be eighty three hundred more. You save four hundred dollars. I mean, and and it's still possible Williams and Allen play as of now. Yeah. So I'm fine with Kamara. Uh, well, let's. Man, I really like the and we can pay up at other spots. Let's do Trevor Lawrence. Well, what are we going to stack him with? <laughs> Marvin Jones Jr. Well, who or who, who next? Or did you? Oh, you picked Kamara. I, I picked Kamara. So, who? Yeah. Who? I mean, I like I like Laviska, but that's that's just me. But um, yeah, is a good. I mean, either one of them is fine. But forty-five. I think, what? They're forty-five hundred, Alex. You're scrolling down for him. Yeah. So forty three for you know you save two hundred dollars there. Lavisca, okay, we're going with Marvin. All right, so, um, so Nick, um, I like taking defenses in this spot, so I'd be willing to discuss whether we like paying up for the Chargers or maybe just taking Carolina. Uh, that's not bad. I kind of like Carolina's like pretty cheap, but uh, I think still puts up a good amount of points. I don't mind Carolina. I'll have them in my player pool for sure. So at least a sixty-three hundred. Need another running back. Um, it's consensus our running back. Um, man, I, I'd like to pay up again for a running back, but let's keep going down. Let's go with. Um, I man, I really want to throw Clyde Edwards. I wish Javante Williams was just a lock. We have to run the Jacksonville back, so we could put Julio in there. Yeah, it's okay. Throw Julio in there. How is that the game we're stacking? Because it could easily shoot out. 
So that leaves us 6,800. And if we, so I'd say for the other running back, um, oh, fuck. Um, anyone else have like anything to throw in for running back? Um, I don't mind CEH. I just, Daryl Williams is like too involved, I feel like. Like, look, how many touches did Daryl Williams have last game? He probably had like double digits. Saquon for 6K. So always so tempting. I think we should, our flex should definitely be a receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to play like DK or Diggs there. Yeah. Well, what happens? Let's put DK at flex and then Diggs at flex and see what that leaves us at running back. So that leaves. So no, I'll put Diggs there. So 5,600. Oh. Yeah, it's, we, we can't put Diggs there with. So I guess it'd be, it'd be DK and then running back with Saquon. Yeah, does that fit? Yeah. Then we could pay up somewhere else. We oh, have, yeah, we could pay up at what? We defense. Get the, uh, oh, we're so close to the, the Chargers defense. <laughs> Uh, that's that's unfortunate. Or we could, I mean, I'm trying to think. I think Broncos defense is also yeah, probably going to be pretty Broncos great defense this week. All right, so play Broncos defense. The, I mean, the Broncos against the Lions at home. Whew. All right, I think. All right, there it is. I think it's good. Yeah, I like it. No, oh, you're you're answering it. All right, so that I don't forget this week. There it is. <laughs> Entered in. All right. That's the that's the winner right there. It's pretty solid. That's how you make a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, Just like that. Quickly run through the the conviction plays. Yeah. So go ahead, Corey. Uh, I'm taking Josh Allen. Just went with the number one overall play there. (laughs) I like Dak. I like Dak at QB this week a lot. All his targets back against a really weak Washington defense. Alex, uh, give me Herbert. Just I like it, and this is just for the for the value. I I just am convicted. Trevor Lawrence has a has a big game here. But, just put him in our million dollar lineup. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at running back, Nick, go ahead. Uh, this week at running back, I mean, I was gonna say Javante Williams, but. Uh, I think you got to pay up here. I, I really like Eckler. Yeah, I mean, you don't mind Leonard for that. Camaro's going to get a million touches. Yeah, mine is Eckler if Allen and Williams are out, but if they're in, it's Kamara. I just don't see how you don't play him. I'll and, start off a uh, wide receiver. Feed me Debo. Said it before, I'll say it again. Feed me Debo. Okay. Corey? No, skip me. What'd you say? Game. I like DK Metcalf. I think he is probably the best game. Oh, I like DK. Uh, I'll go Lamb. Corey, I didn't, I didn't hear what you said again. I said skip me because I, I just oh, want to. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm going to go with Julio just because I think the target's there for him. Okay. Uh, and tight end. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, so Ricky, Ricky Seals for for Alex Nick. Um, I really like Travis Kelsey in this spot. Corey, I'm gonna go with Hooper. Just for if if everyone's missing, I think they uh, I think he has a good game. I'm going Kelsey too. He's my I, I just I'm super convicted with Kelsey at the tight end spot. I mean, I could I mean everyone could say Kelsey, but I got well, you you can't because you are paying all these you can't Corey. You can't, you really can't. Your lineup construction with Fournette, Allen, and a buck you it can't worked. Kelsey. You're not playing him this week. Well, it's just one lineup. I'm I'm gonna play him elsewhere. Oh, yeah, then you're paying down. You're gonna get Lawrence like me. Whatever it is, PB, you're just salty that I made up a pretty good lineup in five seconds with those players. So I don't, I don't like, I didn't really like it. That was a pretty good lineup. But anyway, <laughs> that's gonna wrap that up. Good. <laughs> Palmer, Josh Palmer, and Austin Hooper is the value. banking for twenty plus points. I'd actually like to change my lock tight end to Gerald Everett. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you see Every, those? Drops? I'm just That's kidding. Never played Gerald drops. Everett ever. <laughs> ever. That was so bad. Uh, um, but like anyway. and subscribe if you like our show. Uh, we'll Review. be back next week to see Corey and and PB battle it out again. <laughs> Leave a review if you're listening on uh, audio. Share, share as well. Tell uh, your friends. That's, tell your family. That's, I'm going to complete this full first week's episode of Chalk Talk and the rebrand. So we'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys win some money. Peace.